Hello everyone and welcome to the first Silent Grind podcast with me your host Aaron O'Neill. This is going to be a completely unedited podcast about all things basketball, GAA and strength and conditioning and just fitness in general. So um, yeah, a little bit about me. I am a basketball coach here in Carlo, a skills trainer as well. Um, hopefully next year I'm going to college to study sports science. Don't know where yet, but we'll figure that out. Um, started playing basketball when I was 13. Still playing. <laughs> um, expect a lot of awkward pauses in this podcast because I can't edit them out. Um, hopefully one day I'll be able to afford to. And we'll get a proper intro or proper outro and yeah, this will actually be a good podcast to listen to. So please, if I make a few mistakes, few mess ups, you know, don't don't close the podcast. I'm trying my hardest. So yeah, so today we're going to talk about improving your basketball IQ and breaking down film. So there's three main things I want to talk about when it comes to improving your basketball IQ. The first one is visualization and imagination while you're training. The second is going to be breaking down film. So it's going to be watching basketball and studying basketball. And some of the things I've learned to help me break down film. And the last one then is going to be just to get out and play. So we're going to break them all down in as much detail as we can and... Hopefully it helps. Okay, so we're going to start with visualization. So, when I say visualization, I mean like when you're out training by yourself, and let's say you're doing the between the legs move, okay? What I'm saying when I say visualization is imagine yourself, when you go between that legs, where is your defender? Where are they going to move to? Where is the help going to come from? Where are their hands going to be? All these small things. So like when you go between your legs, do they kind of shift across to cut you off so you're going to come back? Or like are they going to stay so you can blow straight by? You know, the small, small little details like this. So when you're practicing the move, imagine where the defense is and how would you how you would react and how they would react. Because there's always going to be levels to it, you know what I mean? Like you're, there's that first defender you're going to get by, then the help is going to come. They're going to be reaching with their hands. What does the spacing of the floor look like? Their body position. All these different small things. But when you're visualizing it. And you're using your imagination to kind of figure out where those defenders are when you're training. When you play it's going to be just as easy. Because you've already seen it. A player who did this a lot. Was the famous Kobe Bryant. I can't remember where I heard it. But. Shaq told a story once of he used to take the piss out of Kobe because after training he'd always play by himself one on one. He'd play well but one v zero. He wasn't playing anyone. He didn't even have a ball. He was just imagining how the defense was reacting and what was, you know, going on with the defense and how they were moving in reaction to whatever moves he was performing. Another player really well known for using kind of these visualization techniques is uh, Rajon Rondo. Javal McGee in an interview once told a story about Rondo and he worked out for a whole hour and he went through the same play over and over and over again. 
and he went through every possible pass he could make out of that one play. Like this was an hour, so like we're talking like say he just curled a normal pick, you know, a normal screen, a normal ball screen. And he imagined every single pass he could make, you know, if say the help from the short corner, if the help from the strong corner, if they came from the wing, if the big sagged off, if he stepped up, whatever everything you could imagine, he went through in that one workout. So like this is what I'm saying with visualization that like if you can imagine it when there's nobody there, when you see it in a game, it's it's a reaction you already have. You you've already seen it essentially. By any means basketball, Coleman Ayers and oh, I can't think of the other guy's name. They have a podcast on Spotify called Under the Microscope. And their first episode, I think, was completely about visualization. Visualization. Visu. Oh my god. Visualization. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they did a whole podcast on it and they're going into kind of the sciences of it and some other techniques you can use. But the main one, like, I love to use and you try to do it as much as possible when I'm working out is just imagining. What that defense is doing when they're in front of you, um, and look, it's it's not an easy skill to build. You know, it does take a while. It's not kind of like the first time you go out and work out, you're gonna get it. It does take a while to really kind of understand how a defense is gonna move when they're not there. But when you put visualization with kind of the IQ you've learned from playing and from watching basketball. It makes it a lot easier and like eventually it will just click together. Alright, so next we're going to look at studying basketball. Um, there's a couple of things here that I do and I would recommend you do as well to like make it easier to break down film. And the first one is to follow and use as many basketball pages and like YouTube pages and stuff you can. So what I say by that is I mean like if you go onto YouTube and by any means basketball, they have a lot of player breakdowns and like you could they have almost every NBA star and they break down all the different reads they see a lot, the different footwork they use, the different moves they use, and it can really like help you build your basketball IQ. For me it's what like jump started my basketball IQ because like they they go through literally every read you can make, like one on one against help defence, moving off the ball, you know, all these small little things that you can get from your favourite players and then like once you see them and like maybe you make some notes or you just kinda it clicks with you, it's with you now and you can like do that yourself, you know what I'm saying? So, like, they're a really good page. Another good page on Instagram is Hoop Study by DJ Sackman. Again, kind of the same thing as by any means, where, like, they break down plays more so. So, let's say, like, there was a highlight the night before Kyrie Irving crossing someone up or, like, some sort of a finish or whatever. Hoop DJ Sackman will kind of, like, break down the small nuances of that. So, say... If he used his off hand to swipe away a defender's arm, or like if he cuffed the ball back so a defender couldn't reach, or all these small little things that you mightn't pick up by yourself yet, 
but seeing them on these kind of pages it can really like help you notice it a lot quicker um another good page and this is more so kind of like for coaches i suppose but coach daniel on youtube he he breaks down nba teams like their whole offense literally like all the sets they run all the different offenses the defenses so it's again it's a good one if you're a coach or like if you're trying to understand kind of the bigger picture so say say you're on a team and that team this year decides to run like a pick and roll offense a lot or they decide to run like a high low offense or you're trying to figure out how to play off of a pin down screen or all these different things that you're not going to really like find on like by any means or hoopsley because they're breaking down individual players but coach daniel breaks down kind of the bigger picture in a team setting so say if you're trying to get better at playing off of a pin down screen in the corner it might be a good idea to kind of look up coach daniel's pin down screen and you will find like a lot of nba teams pin down screens sets that they run and he will have broke down like why they do it that way they do so say the one I can think of off the top of my head is there is a video on Kevin Durant coming off of pin down screens when he was with Oklahoma and it goes through like every single read that like he does a lot so say he comes off comes off and then curls it he pops out you know he backdoors all these different things they break them down and they have film for each and again that's just something once you learn it yourself and you see it you can pick it up yourself do you know like that's all i'm saying like these pages are good for is that they give you that jump start you need to kind of you know understand the terminology the different footworks the different reads and then once you go and start like breaking down games and stuff by yourself you'll be able to see it all now because you've you've learned it from you know from people who broke it down for you and now you can see it in a game yourself and look there's loads more pages like that i only named three but like you know you there is tons and tons of these types of pages on youtube so just use them use them as much as you can and learn as much as you can from them because that's why they're there you know the more you learn from them the less you have to try to figure out yourself which is a good thing because like when you don't have to figure it out yourself and you can just kind of learn it you you're able to apply it straight away because you're not you're not trying to figure it out you know what i mean like you could watch say a certain highlight from a certain player and you might not understand the thing they do. But you might see it on someone else's page. And they've broke it down already. And you're like, ah, okay, now I get it. So now you can you know, go out and practice yourself. And you have that knowledge. And you have that footwork and that IQ. So like, use these pages as much as possible. Okay, so the next thing we're going to look at when you're trying to break down film and study basketball is you need to look out for common plays and scenarios. So what do I mean by this? I mean like you need to be watching for like pick and rolls, 
pin down screens, dribble handoffs, closeouts, all these things you see a lot, you know, post ups as well. And there's so much more. Like learning basketball if you want to like play at the next level or just become a good player, you have to learn how to play basketball and not how to break people's ankles. Cause as good as that looks, like it happens maybe once every like handful of games. Whereas you see a pick and roll like every possession now at like almost every level. Do you know? Like there are teams in Ireland now they're starting playing pick and roll offences at like twelve years old. Do you know? They can't they can barely even pass and dribble the ball, but they're already playing pick and roll, you know, offences. So like if you don't know how to play that offence, like how to read a pick and roll, what's the point in learning how to cross someone up? Do you know? Like these NBA players are so great and like players up at the Super League level and National League level, they're so great because they can make these reads and like be efficient. It's not because they have a crazy handle or like they can just do insane shit with a ball. You know, it's they they can make these reads because they know all the common plays. They can play basketball. So, you know, like a main one, especially for point guards, but like it really goes for anyone, is like learning the different reads off the of pick and roll. So say, if you come round that screen and the big is sagged off, you pull up. If they've stepped up a bit, you can either attack them or you wait for the roll man. Or, you know, if if you're lucky enough, you can throw them a lob. If they switch, there's going to be an ISO somewhere or a mismatch somewhere. If they double team or if they try tap or tap, if they try and trap you, there's going to be someone open somewhere. But you don't, you won't learn these unless you put in the time to learn basketball. You know, the same thing can be applied to dribble handoffs and post-ups. Do you know? What, what, no matter whatever position you play, just learning the common situations and scenarios you're in for your position and for other positions so you can make more reads will help you so much more than, like, you know, just just figuring out how to cross someone up. Because it's, it's great that you can do that, but you're going to do that very, very rarely, you know? Like, these crazy combos you see that happen every handful of games, like, most of the time a simple crossover or between the legs, you know, business dribbles, dribbles that are efficient and just get you where you need to go. That's what you use. You don't use a six-dribble combo, you know what I'm saying? So, learn to play basketball. You also need to pay attention to the spacing and where the help defense is coming from. Because, like, say we're going to keep using the pick and roll example because it's the easiest one and it's one everyone will understand. But say you come off of that screen, if you understand how your team and how most teams space the floor and, like, how the help defense is going to react, so say... Are they going to help from the weak side corner? Are they going to help from the wing? You know, where is that help coming from? That will help you make your read to attack and where you should pass the ball to. So, like, say, if you get in the lane and that that weak side corner is overhelped, well, there's your kick out to the weak side corner for an open tree, you know? So you have to, when you're watching basketball and breaking it down and you see, like, say, someone comes off of a pick 
and they make a really good pass or they make you know they just get a score you can go back rewatch and say okay what happened there did the did the defensive big man did he you know did he sag off is that why he pulled up or did the did the corner step in to try help that's why he kicked it or did you know did the big man have a bad angle on his feet defensively that's why he snaked it and he got open all these small things just go back and you know watch the spacing watch the help defense all these small little little things and then the better you get at it and the more you watch basketball the less rewinding you'll have to do you know you you will get to a stage where like you'll be watching a live game and you'll see someone sitting in the corner wide open before the player will you know that shows you're improving do you know what I mean that's where you can see oh yeah my IQ is getting better from studying this game because I'm learning basketball I've learned the spacing I've learned how help defenses normally move and how they rotate so now I can make these reads the same same you know speed they're making it at so then once you know you can do that from just watching basketball you're, you're going to be able to do that in the game do you know what I'm saying so like just learn basketball learn the spacing learn the common scenarios learn you know how the help defense rotates all these things that you can learn from watching basketball you will be able to carry over to when you play okay so we've spoken about this one a small bit but the next thing when you're watching basketball and trying to break it down you really need to study the defense okay and I mean like the, the, your individual defender and the help defense but I'm going to talk about the individual defender now because like we've kind of covered the the help already but like you need to learn to read the individual defenders feet and their momentum because that's what's going to give you most of your reads right so let's say you go with a hang between the legs going to your right and what I mean by reading their momentum and feet is if they start to back up, then you just pull up. Their momentum is going backwards. They're not going to be able to block your shot if you pull up to shoot it straight away. If you're going between your legs and going right and they don't move at all, they're kind of just froze, you can blow straight by them. If they slide across with you, you counter and you go back the other way. You know, all these small things that like, when you learn to read that, defender who's in front of you and like the same thing applies to every defender because they all every defender does the same things you know it's the same reads over and over again like it's not going to be different for anyone you know if you can learn to read their feet and their momentum like like beating someone one-on-one becomes so much easier because you can you know what they're going to do and you know how to react to whatever they do Again, so that's what I'm saying. Like it's just learning those common situations. Like I spoke about earlier, it's the same with those. You know, learn the common scenarios in a team setting. Learn the common situations and reads that you see one on one, and like attacking everyone one on one becomes so much more easy. And like this goes back again to what I'm saying about like the handles and the highlights. They happen every handful of games because. Players do the same things over and over and over and over again because of the work. It's, you know, they're making business moves. They're being efficient as they can, using as little dribbles as possible and as little energy as possible to get to where they want to go. 
you know? Like, Damien Lillard's go-to move most of the time is a between-the-legs move. That's not fancy. You know, it goes same for, like, Kemba Walker. Isaiah Thomas used that kind of half-spin all the time and that open hezzy. They're not fancy. They're simple moves that are effective and they work because they know what the defense is giving them. And when they realize what the defense is giving them, they can make that move and they know they're going to get by them. Every once in a while, sure, you do have to get a little bit deeper into your bag, but it doesn't happen that often, do you know? So you have to make sure you can read the de- what the defender is doing and get by them in as simple a way as possible. Because the quicker you can attack someone and, you know, you can get by them, the more the, the more offense you can create, do you know? The simpler you can keep it, the, the, more, the easier it is to play basketball. It's more effective. You know, like, there, there's no point in overcomplicating things because you're going to wear yourself out. <laughs> and you're going to wear your teammates out as well because, you know, you're going to come down and dribble the ball flat trying to get by someone when it's simple between the legs and get by them because you know what you're going to do. You can read them. Do you know? So, like, by any means, basketball, again, I'm saying this a lot because, you know, they they have some really good content that you need to see and need to study. If you look up their hang hesitation video, they will give you like literally a full breakdown of how to get by a defender off of a hang hesitation for free. You know, why not use that and use that knowledge and now you can apply it yourself? Because now once you have that knowledge of reading the defender, you can do it for any move. Whether it be you know, in the post, whether it be off of a closeout, whether it be off the dribble, whatever. You can beat them one-on-one. It's all the same reads and moves. You know, like, a defender isn't going to move differently in the post as they would in the perimeter. They're still going to move their feet. You know, they're not going to start pulling and grabbing at you do anything different. They have to pretty much play the same way. When you can make those reads, you have the knowledge. You know, so just really study the defense more so than the offense study what the defense does first so say you're watching Chris Paul and you see he does a move and he gets by his defender I want you to go back and instead of saying oh that was good you know between the legs crossover by Chris Paul it got him where he wants to go go back and look or say okay what did the defense do that he decided he was going to do that. Did they? Did they, when he went between his legs? Did this slide to the side a bit so he had to cross back over to get by? You know these small things. When you see that from the defense, and now when you see that yourself in the game, you can do the same thing. You can make that same read. So look at what the defense is doing more so than the offense. So, one thing we kind of, like, wash over a lot today because of highlights is the mistakes players make. No player is perfect. So, you know, a good way to improve your basketball IQ when you're studying a film is to look for what should have happened or what else could have happened. So, say if a player is coming off a pick and roll again... And instead of scoring or making a good pass, they turn the ball over. Or, you know, the pass gets intercepted or the shot gets blocked or something. 
Go back and watch it again and see can you figure out yourself what they should have done. So say he comes off comes off a pick and the defence collapses in and instead of kicking it out to an open player they try to score themselves and get blocked. You go back yourself and you watch it and see okay, so the the post players have collapsed in and they're they're crowding them in the paint. Where's open? You know, what corner is open? Is the wing open? Where should he make a pass to? Small things like this. You can do the same with defence. You know, if a player gets blown by, trying to figure out why he got blown by. And I guess the only real way you're going to do this bit is you have to watch full games. You can't rely on just watching highlights because they're highlights. They will show all the good stuff that went on in the game. Do you know, like, they're, they're not called highlights and lowlights. It's it's all the good stuff. It's the best 10 minutes of the game condensed, you know, down into 10 minutes. Like, if you look up most games, most games, especially NBA games, they can go on for two hours. You know, any game in Ireland is going on for an hour, maybe two hours. You know, when they're condensed down into, like... Anywhere from 3 to 5 minutes or 3 to 10 minutes. You're going to miss out on a lot of stuff that went on in that game. You know, and like, yes, it's good to watch highlights and you can see all the good things the players have done. But you also have to see the bad things, not the bad things, but the mistakes they made. So you can learn from those mistakes as well. You know? Because maybe a mistake a player you're studying makes... It could be the same mistake you make, and you see it like, oh, I do that as well. Okay, sh- what should I have done instead? Or you, you know, you see a move and it doesn't work, and you say, oh, okay, why didn't that work? Or how can I make it better so it does work? You know, these are things that you can learn for yourself, and you just have to watch full games so you can see the good and the bad, and so you can see like all the different scenarios and situations that happen in the game that you're not going to see in in highlights because most of the time in highlights like they don't even show the full play if there is a you know a good crossover or a good finish they're not going to show you know the spacing of the floor or like how the play was set up they're literally just going to show the three or four seconds of the highlight that's it you're not going to see like how they set up the defender first, so when they came off of that pick or whatever, and they they made a really good finish, you're not going to see how they got there. You're just going to see that good finish, or maybe a second or two before it. You know, and you can only like get the full picture by watching the full game. So like, you have to watch full games. It's it's that simple. Like highlights are great for studying a lot of. A particular player's tendencies but if you want to get the full picture you have to watch the full games okay and finally you have to put everything you're learning to the test there's no point learning all this new stuff and like making all these notes on players and breaking down film if you're not actually going to trade and put it to the test you need to get out and play basketball whether that be like one-on-one or five-on-five, three-on-three, whatever. You need to get out and you need to play against like real defense. And I'd like say, 
if you've been studying a particular move and the reads off that move, you have to try that move against real defense to see if you can make those reads and if it will work for you. Because sometimes, like, certain moves just don't work for certain people. You know, like, a lot of the moves that I see that are really good, they just don't work for me. And that's okay, I know what works for me. You know, so you only figure that out by playing basketball. And it will take time for you to kind of transfer the knowledge you've learned from watching basketball into actually playing. You know, it's not going to be it's not going to be instantaneous. But the more you play, the easier it gets. It's when you combine like visualizing it by yourself and then from watching it and then you go and you play, this is where it all comes together. Because at the end of the day, like we all want to become better players in game situations. The only way you can become a better player in a game situation is to actually play basketball. And when you make that read in the game eventually or whenever you're playing, like it will boost your confidence and eventually like like you hear a lot of, you know, NBA players saying the game will slow down eventually because and what they mean by when it slows down is that you are able and comfortable to make the reads and react and you know think basketball while you're playing instead of just running around like crazy trying to score you know that's what slowing the game down is that when you see a defender do a certain thing you can actually react to that in real time you can see oh yeah He's moving too far to the left, so I need to do this and go this way. That's what slowing it down is. It's, you know, that's that's what slowing down the game is. You can think it at... It's like it's actually slower. Because, like, you can think and do at the same time. So start small. Start one-on-one. You know, because, like I said, at the end of the day, basketball comes down to, to one-on-one. You know, if you can beat someone one on one, you you're gonna chances are you're gonna make a player score eventually. So work first on one on one, then maybe go up two and two or three and three where you're getting a little bit more help, then get into five on five and you know, you will get there eventually. But you just have to play and force yourself to think. So instead of just doing the move, actually force yourself to think basketball you know if you're say you're going to go with a killer crossover force yourself to think i go between my legs oh he's not he doesn't react i can go straight by or he reacts and i need to cross back just forcing yourself to think basketball eventually it will become a habit but you have to you just have to try you have to get out and play and you know try pull everything together all right guys so that's pretty much it for today breaking down film and improving your basketball IQ. Hopefully this podcast wasn't too rough. I know I might be sniffling a bit here and there. It's hay fever season and uh, I am here dying because of it. But uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed this. If you liked it, please share, please like, you know, tell your friends and, you know, just just get out there and play and you know like use this time we have now to get better because we're not going to get something like this again you know if you have that space where you can get out and play play as much as possible if not like just 
watch as much basketball or football or whatever as you can and learn as much as possible and be ready to go because we're nearly there we're nearly there we're nearly out of this and we'll you know soon quicker than we all think we're going to be back out on the courts and on the football fields and back in the gym and just like don't waste this time so yeah thanks for listening I'm hoping to get an episode out every week um yeah thanks for listening see you next week